0: Hello! Hi guys! Episode 9! Episode 9! We're here! Nueve! Is it Nueve? Nueve. Nice. Yeah. Nice. We should do this every episode. We should Spanish? Spanish, okay.
1: yeah. Let's, I can teach you Spanish. I'm pretty good. I'm like, like, medium. Okay. Not good, but yeah. medium. Like, if we ever, like, need to learn, or we ever are in a situation where we need to know Spanish, just yeah. know I got us. Okay, yeah. I appreciate that. Anyway, yeah, we're um, hey guys, so <laughs> today it's actually just going to be Becca and I. Jody has some family in town, and with all of our busy schedules, it's impossible to record um, and still get this episode out on time. Um, it's a Sunday for the Wednesday, like, drop. So we're just going to do the two of us today, and we'll be back to the three of us next weekend. Yep. Um, but yeah, we're going to talk about our weeks, just like always. Becca? Yeah.
0: My week was busy.
1: (laughs) Um, I feel like
0: every single day this week there was something... After work. After work Mm -hmm. or something going on. Like Monday, I don't remember what... I think Monday I had the day off. Because I got back from LA on Sunday. So Mm -hmm. I was like just finally able to come home and like maybe do some laundry um, on Monday. And then... Tuesday, we had – there was, like, a WISE event, and then we had our cheer team. I went to one of their, um, like, information sessions. Wednesday, we had USA versus Mexico soccer game. It ended in a draw, 1-1, and that was insane. I I don't know what I was expecting, but I wasn't expecting it to look that cool. And that was
1: at State Farm, which is, like, where the Cardinals play. Yeah, Yeah.
0: so for those of you who don't know, like, the way that we're structured – A lot of people don't own their stadiums, and we don't own our stadium. So, like, State Farm Stadium, any concerts or anything like that, like, that's run by State Farm Stadium, and then there's, like, a production company called Insignia, and they do all of the events. So, like, even our games, like, we just get to use the stadium for our games, Mm -hmm. but we don't, like, own the stadium. We don't, whatever. So, all of the events that are happening, like, I go and I help because I have affiliations with the other two companies that function out of the stadium, and they need help sometimes, but... Yeah, it's not like Cardinals putting on USA v Mexico. There
1: are like some like sports teams outside of football that do it. Yeah, I think smaller capacity. Yeah, like Suns and stuff. Um, But especially in the football space, I think because they're so big in comparison to other sports, it's not like it's not really a thing.
0: It also like doesn't make a ton of sense because if you think about it, we really only have like eight home games. Yeah. So why would we own a stadium that we're only using eight? Yeah, times you're out gonna of the end year? up
1: you're gonna end up needing a team for like external events anyway. So it yeah. just makes sense to have that like divide. But yeah.
0: anyway. But yeah, so, so we had that on Wednesday, then on Thursday Thursday was the longest day. <laughs> um, I spoke on a panel on Thursday like midday in downtown Phoenix. It was for the Suns. Then I came back to downtown And went to the Sea league Speaker Series, Mm -hmm. which was the first all-female speaker series. I went with Katie. It was amazing. Those ladies are incredible. Um, And then I ran from that over (laughs) to our Jersey Reveal um, Meet the Coach event. And that was also in downtown Phoenix. So luckily it was all in the same area. But um, ran to that. So hit three different events in like a span of probably four hours. And I was just running. My feet were killing me because I wore heels like a silly goose. Um, (laughs) And... Yeah, <laughs> so that was Thursday. Then Friday, I was like, Katie, wh- I need to, like, get groceries. Yeah. I need to do laundry. I need the night. And yeah. I just had, like, the whole night to myself, which was really nice. But, yeah, that was my week. It was busy, but I made it.
1: You did it. Yeah. yeah. How was yours? Mine was really crazy, too. I actually was telling, um I forget who I was telling, but I had something every night after work, which is, like, Not super uncommon, but it wasn't... I was working. It was, like, external events. Yeah. So, it was just a lot. So, Monday, I think... I don't know what I had, but I had something. Mm -hmm. Tuesday, I had um, our graduation dinner. So, we... I just finished finals. So... Monday or Tuesday was our graduation dinner, so we had all these awards at the law school with different people graduating inside the law school, so that was really nice. Um, A couple of our friends got some awards, so that was really cool to see, and then Wednesday was, like, my final presentation, like, ever, so that was, like, really You're weird, <laughs> and I was, telling, I was telling Becca this, it was the first time where I was, like, sitting there, and I was, like, oh, fuck, (laughs) like, like, this is, this is real, like, it's actually over, and it was just, oh, that was the first moment I had of that actual, like, realization, like, it's different to be like, oh, I'm graduating, Mm -hmm. but then to actually sit there and be like, oh, like, this is, this is it. Yeah. So that was really crazy, and then Thursday, I went to the ceiling Speaker Series, so we're going to talk about it a little bit today, but our grad program is called... Uh, master's of Sports Law and Business, and it's Bud Selig. He was the former MLB Commissioner. Um, and anyway, basically, the speaker series happens. I think just once a year, maybe twice um, a year. I think it might happen quarterly. Okay, don't quote. I me I could on be that. lying. Yeah, but basically, it's really cool. The program does a great job of increasing our network, but also bringing in really cool people to talk yeah talk about their experiences and give us the opportunity to network with them and that's
0: actually that's where I met Sean my boss yeah
1: yeah this is why we're, we need to talk about yeah, our program sorry. today we're gonna plug <laughs> we're gonna Erin Hernandez if you're listening we're gonna plug you King. today um but yeah so the speaker series was really cool like she said because it was the first time it was all three women and they were all very successful like yeah. USA's Soccer, yeah,
0: U.S. Fo- Soccer Federation, um,
1: the NCAA Final Four, like the lady that makes it happen yeah, every like year. The, she does all the operations mm-hmm. too, and then um, she some girl, woman that looks works for the Olympics or something. No, she
0: just left. So she left L.A. twenty eight. She was working for L.A. twenty eight, and now she works for the Bay Area. Okay. Um, just like, but like as a big teams, events,
1: big sports woman, like, like they're like the CEO, general counsel, like, like what we aspire to be, Lip queens, queens. queens. <laughs> anyway, so that was really cool. Um, and then we had this like really nice reception afterwards, and we actually met this really cool girl who graduated from the MLS program a couple years ago, and it was just very, again, a very like fun and networking and surreal moment like holy shit okay like this is over my parents are coming in two weeks graduating (laughs) uh chaos so that happened and then what else what else saturday or yesterday the coyotes we had a select a seat event at mullet which is really cool um i've been working in ticketing for like two years now but i've never been a part of it basically it's you get to go and like Move your seats over or buy new seats. So it was a really good day. We um, hit a lot of our goals. That was nice. And then um, we went out last night. We had a little girls' night with Jody and Jody's cousins that are in town, which is why she's not here. Uh, We had a good time. And then today's Sunday. Sunday reset. I love my Sunday. I got my nails did and my toes did. Yep, all the things. You know I love that.
0: I watered my plants.
1: Watered the plants. (laughs) Got a meal prep. Yeah, I love. I went to the pool. We both went to the pool. Yeah, we both. Yeah, separate yeah. pools. Separate pools, Yeah, but good vibes. But the sun was sunning today. Yeah, man, I'm toasted right toasty. now. A little toasty. A little red.
0: That's okay.
1: Um, anyway, <laughs> but yeah, so today, I think because it's just the two of us, we really wanted to like talk about our program because mm-hmm. we both did it and that's how we met, ultimately. Yeah. It's the reason we both decided to move across the country, mm-hmm. ultimately. yeah. Um. And I've had a couple of people like reach out to me about it because it is so unique, but I really think it's... It's changed my life, and I want to be able to, like, talk about it and talk about our experiences in it. Yeah. So, I guess, like, the first thing I think we should talk about is, like, how we even found out about it. Yeah. Because, I mean... It it yeah. was coming at a weird time. Like we started in twenty twenty one, so like COVID mm-hmm. was still very much real, especially on the East Coast. Yeah, so yeah. Yeah, like I don't even know how you found out about it.
0: Um, so it's interesting. So I, I feel like I think I've said this on this podcast before, Jerry, my guy Jerry. Yes, Jerry. Um, <laughs> yeah. He's the one that he was the professor that I had that was like, you don't wanna be, you know, a athletic director. Like yeah. you said that you want to but you don't want to be that. And so I knew I wanted to specialize in something in a master's program because I was like, okay, I have the degree in kinesiology and a minor in women gender and sexuality, like that's not really going to get me to where I want. So yeah. I need to specialize, I need to get a master's. And I love school. I'm a nerd. Um so I was like looking at grad programs with him mm-hmm. and um we were looking at him and he was like okay well you could do sports management but generally sports management is just like and I'm not trying to say that yeah. anyone who does sports management is in this category yeah but sometimes when you're in a sports management masters it can just be like former athletes who just want to kind of stay in the sports world don't know what they want to do um or maybe people who are not never had a jerry mm-hmm. to say like you don't all want to be athletic directors. And our master's program did the same thing. Like, when we got there, they were like, you're not all going to be athletic directors. You're not all going to be the general counsel of whatever or an agent. Like, there's other jobs. Um, And so when I was looking, I only applied to three schools because their programs weren't just sports management. Oh, interesting. So I I think it was, like, LSU had, like, it was still in the education – space but it was like a different sports education type of master's program um and then I think I applied to Georgia I want to say I don't remember interesting yeah Georgia also had some it was like a sports management but with like a disciplinary Mm. section for like sports law I don't remember I could be lying to you it could be reversed but something like that and then ASU's sports law and business program and I was born in Arizona my dad still lives in Arizona so I was like oh That sounds kind of nice. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And I remember when I was looking for undergrad, I toured ASU when I was, like, visiting my dad, and my... I was really going back and forth, because I had gotten into... Were you really? Yeah, let me tell you this crazy story. Oh, my God. I was really going back and forth between ASU and UVA, and, like, UVA is a fantastic school, like... Which is where she went. That's where I went. Um, And I remember my mom sat me down, and she said, okay, let's... Here's a little scenario. Let's switch it. What if... ASU was in Charlottesville, Virginia, and what if UVA was in Arizona? And I said, if UVA was in Arizona, my dreams would come true because I would get the academic rigor that I wanted, Aww. and I would get the sun. I'd be able to spend some time with my dad. Like I was like, that's my dream. And she was like, then you're going to UVA because you want to get an education, so you're going to UVA. And I ended up going to UVA. My mom was right. She's always right. Um, <laughs> Plug, shout out, mom. mom. <laughs> um, but she... Oh, also, this is a tangent. She texted me the other day. Apparently, I wasn't a bad actress. oh um, she was hyping <laughs> me yeah, up. Yeah, she hyped me up. She told me I was not a terrible actress. My agent was bad. So bad. They're always bad. They're always bad. So, anyways, don't be a sports agent. Don't be. Anyway, it, not even no. It's not sports agent. I know. Acting. I agent. All agents. are, it's sketchy, fine. Balls, are yeah. sketchy balls. All okay. right, sketchy balls. Anyway, <laughs> moving on. Um, so that's kind of how I landed on the Master's program, yeah. and then I got in. Um. And, obviously, moved here, loved it, um, and did the whole program. And, yeah, that was kind of, at least how I found it. I don't know how you found it.
1: Yeah, so, for me, um, I, so, like, once COVID COVID broke out, or when it did break out, I wasn't even in the country. I was studying abroad. So, when I got back, I had this whole plan. I was going to live in Australia, which is where I was, for, like, a year. Like, I was going to take a gap year between uh school and like finding a full-time job like I was just going to like be a waitress in Australia like I wanted to take a gap year yeah and that gap year happened it happened in a different way it happened in my parents house Mm -hmm. working a remote internship but it happened um so yeah I I started applying for things I had definitely an identity crisis where I was like I don't know what I'm doing I don't know who I am because I also like wasn't a college athlete so I was Getting over that and trying to figure out what my next steps were. And one of my mentors was like, you need to look at becoming a grad assistant. Because I knew in my heart of hearts, like, I love being busy. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't be successful just being in school. I needed something else to keep me aligned. Like, I needed responsibilities. Mm-hmm. Um so, yeah, I, I applied for a couple of different programs. I liked what you said, though, I because I did study sports management in undergrad, mm-hmm. and a lot of master's programs were sports management. And I was like, I don't want to get the same
0: yeah,
1: information, just a higher degree. I want it to be a little bit different. So I, there's a program at the University of Florida. I don't know what it is. I applied for that. I feel like um, I've heard of that. Yeah. I don't know what it was, but they didn't have a lot of GA positions, and I was really set on finding something. And I actually... I got another GA offer in Seattle mm-hmm. um, at Seattle University. It's a private school, but it's in the heart of Seattle, and I um, I've never been to Seattle, but I liked the idea of it. I liked the idea of living in the city, and it was going to be in media relations, which is um, something I like have interest in in general. But I got that opportunity, and I was unsure about it, and then I got ASU's, and everything kind of just aligned. Um, so I committed to ASU, and did the program, and, yeah, it just worked out, and it's so weird, because, like, it's just all, it all happened, like, very quickly, and Mm -hmm. it all happened, like, perfectly, and the timing was just great, but, um, I really just am thankful, and now I think I'm in this, like, reflection headspace, because I'm, like, it's ending, and I'm, like, very, very, like, overwhelmed with, like, gratitude about it, and, yeah, I just really think that a lot of people, including myself, when you don't know what to do, you go back to school, Yeah, which is exactly what I did. It's a safety net. But it worked out. Like It became the best opportunity. I mean, I have met, like, amazing people, like, inside my career and outside my career. I have a whole life in Arizona now, which, like, you could have never told me that I live in Arizona. Mm -hmm. I have no ties here. Uh, I do now. But it's just, it's just been amazing. So, yeah, I think, I think... What would be cool is if we just talk about, like, the structure of it, I guess. Like, how it works. Yeah. So, like, I'm a two-year student, and Becca's a one-year. Yeah. So, like, we started at the same time, but she graduated last May. So, I guess just, like, you know, the courses we took, how it was. Because mm-hmm. uh, it's, it's very unique. Like, the program's it is. unique. It is.
0: Yeah, so, at least for me, doing it in one year, that meant taking like, five or six classes each semester, because um, I believe it's 36 credits. I think so, total,
1: yeah.
0: um, and so had, a, I was a full-time student, just, like, undergrad, like, I had every class every day, um, was very busy, um, and so it was interesting because there were required classes in our program, but there were also classes that you could opt into, um, so, like, you only had to take us like, maybe three classes a semester that were required,
1: yeah, um,
0: but because I had to take six, that meant I could fill up, you know, three with whatever I wanted um, that was available to us. And so we had to take, like, careers um, where we literally just learned about what other options are there in sports. How do you write an email? How do you network with people? Like, the basics, which is super beneficial. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we had to take U.S. law. So we do have law legal courses, law yeah. courses. Like, you are taking law courses. You're reading... Um, my brain is broken. Cases. Cases, Thank you. You're reading cases like you're actually doing legal work. Um, so we had to take U.S. law and then there was like a business focused course that you had to take as well. So it's like in conjunction with the law school and then also the business school Mm -hmm. at ASU. Um, and so you are taking business focused classes about marketing and branding, um, but you're also taking legal classes so it was awesome because you get the full picture really like you get to see what actions that you're doing on the business side what the repercussions might be on the legal side and like I personally was more interested in the legal side yeah but I know there were many people who were like no I really like the business aspect of it and I'm like it's awesome because you get both Mm -hmm. and like regardless of if I loved my business classes or not like the information that I learned was so pertinent to what I do now. Yeah. <laughs> um, like, for example, me and Katie talk about this all the time. Oh, there, God. we had to take a um, sports analytics class. And I hated that class. Professor McIntosh, you are amazing. You're a very nice person. I didn't understand your class at all. Um, <laughs> which is, like, a common thing. It's super common. In the program,
1: a lot of people struggle in that class.
0: Because it, it's, it's something that if you're not like an analytical person or if you're not someone who's ever used Excel before mm-hmm. it's very challenging to just pick up and go yeah and the stuff we were doing was very like pick up and go um so it's one of those things that like when I was in it I was like V Lookup, I'm never gonna use Lookup. I'm never gonna make a table, <laughs> table or pivot table or anything like that and literally every day at work I use Excel and everything I learned in that class I use all the time, Mm -hmm. and I remember he always said, he was always like, (laughs) you guys hate this class now, but it's going to be the most useful class that you have. He's like, you're going to email me and say thank
1: you, and And I was just sitting there, I was just sitting there, and I had, like, some equals or equals some, and I'm just like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. (laughs) It's so confusing. (laughs) No, but yeah, I mean, we were talking about it, because I use a lot of Excel, too, in my current role, and it's just, it's funny, because, like... I hate that he's right. I know. (laughs) He was right. But,
0: yeah, yeah, it was awesome. And then, like I said, there were certain classes that you could opt into. So I took amateur sports law, um, and that was probably my favorite class that I took. We talked about, like, college athletics. We talked about um, Olympics, which is something I'm very interested in, and I loved my professor, Professor Gibson. It's incredible. Um, And... That class really challenged me to think differently, which is something I value. It was really hard, but it, like, forced me to think in ways that I had never thought before. Um, So, like, that was really cool. And then I actually took a class. It was also with Professor Gibson and the commissioner, Bud Selig, who's the namesake of the program. Um, They were our co-professors, which is awesome. I mean, when are you being taught by the former commissioner of the MLB? Um, And that was the history of MLB like, basically just how society and baseball mirrored each other, which is, again, something I'm very interested in. So there's just so many opportunities, like, for you to take courses that you're interested in in the sports world that, like, might match. If you're interested in analytics, now you have a sports analytics. If you're interested in, like, innovation, if you're interested in branding, if you're interested in whatever,
1: like, facet of the sports world, they have an option for literally everything. Yeah, and it's a good way to get your toes wet and figure out what you enjoy about it
0: yeah and every most classes you had some sort of guest speaker structure so there was in pretty much every single class there was some sort of guest speaker that would come in Mm -hmm. who works in whatever topic the class was focused on in the sports world so like we had general councils of teams coming and talking to us I mean the general council of the diamondbacks taught one of our classes yeah like literally huge people in the sports world were our professors and were coming to talk to us consistently and had a value or like a vested interest in our program and the cohort's not that big it's maybe 40 people so you're really getting one-on-one time with all these people which is I think super beneficial
1: right and I think and that's that's something I wanted to like discuss in undergrad depending on like where you go Your class sizes and, like, your programs are huge, and I think that the fact that our master's program is a cohort style, you start with people and you finish with people, like, you really start networking with, like, your friends' network, and Mm -hmm. then you just grow from there, and you become really close, and you're, like, all passionate about the same thing. Yeah. Which you don't really get that experience, I feel, in undergrad, And I think it's super beneficial when you're starting off your career to, like, struggle with people that struggle, have the same struggles. And that's kind of what the point of the podcast is. But it's very unique in that. And you also, like, learn a lot from each other. And the class style is really, I mean, I don't think I ever had a class in the program where there wasn't a guest speaker coming for at least five minutes. Yeah. Like, this is so-and-so. They were in town. They want to talk to you. Mm -hmm. Like, they want to be there. There's an alumni board, which Becca is a part of, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and they just do a really good job of integrating us into the real world, into real professionals immediately. Like, they, and the professionals that are there want to be there. Like, yeah, they yeah. look at us and they're like, you're so lucky. And we look at them and we're like, you're so lucky. Yeah. Like, it's just very, no pun intended. We're making <laughs> our own luck. No, so, but yeah, it's, 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 really, I am like very I'm in a stage of, like, reflection about it. Because it's really unique. It is, yeah. And anybody that wants to work in sports now, I highly consider... I highly tell them to consider the program. It is a commitment, and, like, it is hard to do if you have, like, a full-time job. But, like, the connections I've made, the people I've met, I would have never... Yeah. I would have never known. Yeah. They put you in rooms with people you just simply should not be in rooms with yeah which I think is a great transition to Sean and how you met Sean and how he literally created your job yeah I I love that man (laughs) um but yeah so
0: basically there was a Selig speaker series um with Michael Bidwell and um I believe the owner of I don't remember there was another person oh was it James Jones
1: yes James Jones so he's the well he got a promotion he did get a promotion, but I don't know his current title. I'm gonna look it up right now because I wanna make sure we honor him. But he works for the Suns mm-hmm. and he got a promotion while we like af- right after the panel, yeah, I remember. Yeah.
0: It was um, pretty cool. And he
1: also played in the NBA, so that's really cool. He is the operations and general manager for the Phoenix Suns. Cool. Um He yeah, is the current general manager but before that i don't think
0: i think he was assistant gm
1: yeah or something regardless Regardless, he makes the big decisions yes
0: regardless very cool to have them both in the building yeah um and so they were in the building and then um sean came as well because i think he had just started working Mm -hmm. there yeah and so he's like oh i'll tag along kind of see what the sports law business program is about and so one fantastic thing about our program so not only are we like getting to sit and watch these people in the speaker series. They also dedicate an hour prior to the speaker series for us to sit in a room with the executives first, which is just crazy. Like, it's just so nice. Like, the whole first hour, they're literally just sitting in the classroom with us and we can ask them questions about anything. And then they go off and they sit because anyone can come to the speaker series, you know, local community members, any of the other law students, but only the people in our program can sit in that room the hour before with them and so I was asking questions and he was promoting an internship program that they had and I was like okay I need to do the internship program because I want to get involved in this somehow um and so I got he was passing out business cards I got Sean's business card and I ended up doing the internship program and just kept like making myself known to him and would go up to him anytime we were in the same room and i'd be like hey just reminding you like i'm really interested in diversity equity and inclusion i'd love to talk to you about whatever whatever and i just kept sending him emails because um, i'm persistent just I kept
1: knocking on the just door Just kept
0: knocking on that door um and then eventually he had some time and so we met um on zoom and i was like you know what i need to set myself apart because he probably meets with a million people. I met with him, yeah. Yeah, I was like, he probably (laughs) meets with a million people, I need to set myself apart, so I looked at their data, um, like, just went on their team website, super easy, I sat in a coffee shop for maybe two or three hours, and I made a pitch deck, and I was like, this is the current, like, data of your team, and what your team members look like, um, and how many people you have in each department, um, and then I was like, here are three things that you're doing not so well, or you could improve on, and here are three ideas that I have just, like, out the woodwork, and so I sent that to him the night before we had our meeting, and he was like, oh my god, thank you so much for creating this, and so we met, and we talked about it, and it was really nice to have, like, be able to share my passion with him, and he was receptive to it, and so then, ultimately, he was trying to build out a team, because he was the first person in his team um, to be at the organization, and he reached out to me and was like hey if this makes sense for you I don't know when you graduate I don't know when like if you even want to stay here if you're already accepted another position but if it makes sense to you please apply and I applied and obviously I got the job yeah but like that never would have happened if I didn't do the master's program and mm-hmm. I wasn't in that room with him and I wasn't the pitch deck idea that came from another student that we had. She was talking about how she was going to make a PowerPoint presentation because um, she was doing, she was applying for a job that was more operational.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: so she was like, Oh, I'll like build a map of the stadium that she would be working at um, and like set out a plan for the operations of the building um, or of the team that she was going to be working for. And I was like, Oh, huh, well, I could take my take on that. And like, if I hadn't heard her talk about that yeah. and like been in that space, I probably wouldn't have done it. I probably wouldn't have gotten the job that I have now. And now I actually run the internship program that I was in. Full 12, circle. Yeah, like 12 years later. And it's now it's, so it's crazy. Yeah. Like 12 years later. 12 months? Oh, I was like, what the fuck? My bad. Yeah, 12 months later. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. Like, it, they just put you in such a. You have to take advantage of it, I will say. Because mm-hmm. there are some people who just go through motions. Mm-hmm. You know? You, you sit, you meet the cool people, it's cool. And then you don't reach out to them afterwards, which reminds me, I need to reach out to the people from the C-League speakers. Um, I do, too. Yeah. so bad. But, like, they just enjoy... The program itself is really interesting, so, like, that's enough. But if you really want to be successful in sports and you really want to set yourself apart, you have to do
1: more. And they provide you with the opportunities. Is what you do with it. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and that's something they definitely um, reiterate to us, but it is... It is what you make of it. I mean, in most things in life, right? Like, yeah. Opportunities only come if you seize them. Yeah. Like, that's just life. But I I really, it's just really cool to think about because um, one of our, uh, well, one of our former, like, classmates, she was, she started with us, but she graduated with um, Becca. So mm-hmm. she did one year. Her name's Nora. And Nora had this internship for the Super Bowl for, like, almost a whole year when she, yeah, when it was here. And um, she came and spoke to one of our classes, and it was weird because like I went to school with her, mm-hmm. and she was just talking to us about her experience. And she was like, "I applied for so many jobs, and she's like, this internship I got it because Professor Jarvis recommended me. She's like, I got it because she knew somebody, and she wanted me to have it, and that's why I have it. She's yeah. like, like we've I've heard this so often. Mm-hmm. Um, e- even my job, like I I heard about it through a text message, and I. Heard about it before it was even posted. Like, yeah. like people, and even in the panel, one of the, I don't remember which one, but one of the ladies was like, I've never, mm-hmm. like, looked for jobs. They've looked for me. Yeah. Like, I've set myself up, this is her talking, not me. I've set myself up to a point where people know my work ethic and know my personality and know my passions. When there's an opportunity, they reach out to me. Yeah. I don't have to look for a job. Yeah. And I think that's, like... That's when you know you've made it, that's, <laughs> and that's, when that's we, fucking powerful. Yeah. And that's <laughs> what we aspire to be. Yeah, that yeah. it is. That's why I also think it's really important to always tell people what you want to do. Yeah, because people that we surround ourselves like Aaron, like mm-hmm. Professor Jarvis, like all these people in these networking spaces, like Sean. When yeah. there's an opportunity and you make a good impression, which is the first part of the battle, like. They want you. You've already shown that you like them and you appreciate them. Yeah. Why would they hire somebody that they don't appreciate? Yeah. You know. And why would they hire like go through the trouble of trying to find someone else if they know of the unknown of
0: the unknown? Yeah. yeah. They're like, I know this person. They're in a, a program that I can vouch for. I know that it's successful, and I know the courses that they're being taught. I know the content they're yeah. being taught. Like that. There, there's no need to look for anything else.
1: Yeah, and it's just, it's cool. It's just very... It's really cool, yeah. It just makes me feel, like, warm and fuzzy Aww, inside. I know what it Katie's is. It is really me. cool, and I think eventually we need to get, like, Aaron on this podcast. Yeah, because for sure. He obviously isn't a woman, but he is very important. Yeah, He's yeah. very important. He's very involved in DEI stuff as well, so mm-hmm. I think, yeah, I just... The program, I can't explain it enough, um, and... It's just, it's been very cool, and I've met really cool people through it, and Aaron even said in the beginning, he was like, you will meet people in this program that, like, will be your friends for life, but also, like, your network for life. Literally. you'll be looking across the table at them one day, (laughs) and be like, remember when we went to that bar? Like, it's literally so...
0: Well, it's crazy, because when USA played Mexico, one of our um, people in our cohort, she graduated when I did... Amanda, she works for USA Soccer. Yeah. And so, like, she texted me before and was like, hey, like, rooting for USA. Yeah, like, it's so weird. And I'm like, that's crazy. Like, the USA versus Mexico game that's happening in my state, or not my stadium, but, like, my team's stadium my co, like former cohort mm-hmm. person, yeah, now like works for that team. Like it really does happen. It's like all connected. It's all connected. It's such a small, like the sports world, so small. Yeah, which is
1: really important. Like it's mm-hmm. important to make positive impressions. Um, and and the other the other side of that coin is like when you network with somebody and you don't like connect or like you're not compatible. Which, it, like I said before, it's it's it like dating. Yeah, you get, like it happens. You need to be okay with that and, like, not be discouraged. Like, I've had so many, like, informational interviews or, like, I've been connected to people and I'm just, we've not vibed. Like, we have not yeah. connected and that's totally okay. But it's important to, like, still check in on those people. Like, there are people too mm-hmm. and I think it's a cyclical thing. Like, yeah. everything's connected.
0: Yeah. And I will say this. If you're checking in, make sure you're checking in and not just asking because you saw a job posted. Yeah. That's something that I've noticed, or even like tickets well, or something. Yeah. I know that my role, like people think that I have the ability to get them jobs and I don't, yeah. um, but like I'm sure Katie in like a month, and you've probably already had it kind of. People who apply to work for the Coyotes and are like, hey, I just applied. Hope you're doing well. Like, I miss you. We should catch up for lunch. And then they never... You're like, oh, I've been there for a month.
1: (laughs) It's going to happen. No, I know. I know.
0: And maybe, like, I started at a bad time. Like, not at a bad time. But I started right before the season started. And so I was getting those. But then I was also getting, hey, I haven't seen you in so long. Let's get lunch. Like, I miss you. You look like you're thriving. Whatever, whatever. And... Like before, I even have the chance to respond or check back in. They're like, "Also, I'm going to be in town for the LA versus um, Cardinals game. Can you get me tickets?" I'm like,
1: what? I, I yeah. And what? I think that's something that like we're going to face for the rest of our it lives. Is, yeah. Unfortunately, comes with the comes with the space. Yeah, the territory. Um, but you no, know, it, it is. Especially working in ticketing, like yeah, it's, yeah, exactly. It's people very, think I can get a job, and people think Katie can get them tickets. Yeah, and like honestly, and sweet tickets honestly, because heaven forbid they have to pay. Well, to be fair, like if you were ticketing is like the plug though. Don't if say you, that. No, I'm not saying I'm giving them <laughs> people, but like I have gotten to go to many opportunities and things for free just mm-hmm. because I work with people who work in ticketing. But like. It, it is, working in ticketing is also working in business. And yeah. when I run these reports and see the money, and we even had like, a reflection meeting on this, like, you can make a certain amount of money, but there's also so many deals and yeah. um, partnerships, and then there's comps, and yeah. then there's player tickets. Like, there's so much money into it. So it's like, if you worked at a grocery store and you gave away milk, Every day from 3 p.m. to 6 p.m. to random people, you lose a lot of fucking money. Yeah, like, and so you can't you can't be doing that. So there's a balance of that, and there is like a respect to it. And I and I do think that like, especially working in ticketing, like it can be very freaking annoying. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, like, it is what it is. Those people don't stick around.
0: They don't stick (laughs) around, and it's 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 funny because like. I do get season tickets, yeah, and we do have events at this stadium that like we can go to sometimes yeah. for free. Not all of them, um, but like we had a very amazing opportunity where we got to see the weekend. He was at yes, our, he was at our stadium, and that never happens. Like if it's a name that's huge, why would you lose the money? You yeah. know exactly the same situation. Like if you're if you can make a bag off a weekend ticket, you're not going to give it to the employees for free, um, and. It just so happened that The morning of. The morning of it worked out. They had extra tickets and they were like, you know what? Let's do it. And they gave us free weekend tickets. And so I was like, me and Katie were supposed to go to another yeah, we were, concert. I had a, I had a yeah. kids to go to another
1: <laughs> concert. And I was we're you gonna see Blast and like I love him. Yeah. But like Becca was like, I'll go with you because like again we've talked about it. I can't go to concerts alone. I'm yeah. working on it. But she sent me a voice memo and was like, I know you're really excited to see like Blast. And those like, tickets were like twenty bucks. Twenty bucks. Just for concerts. She yeah. was like do you want to go see the weekend tonight for free? I was like, Bitch, do I? Yeah.
0: <laughs> why would I say no? Yeah, literally, why would you say no? But, like, I love that I can, like, share that with you yes. because you're my friend. Yes. And I'm like, I know that if there's a situation where the coyotes, whatever, like, yeah. the same will be reciprocated. Like, yeah. or if my dad wants to go to something and I can get tickets, like, that is something that I will inherently do. hmm. But if you have I, it's almost like if you have to ask, the answers. No. The answers probably no and you
1: shouldn't be asking. Like, I yeah, no, no, no. I, no. Don't know. I feel I like that's know. a good. I know it's a rule of thumb. It's a rule and it, it, it's just like a respect thing, and I think, especially like we're coordinators.
0: What power I do you, What power do you think we have? Like, <laughs> let me tell you on
1: the tree. So there's a on my like little HR website at work. Mm-hmm. There's like a. Organizational chart, and I've been studying that bitch because there's so many people, and I feel so bad because everybody knows my name, but I don't know anybody's yeah, name. Yeah. And like, I've been studying the organizational chart, and then there's just me all the way down here, and I'm like looking up the chart. Scroll, and the, scroll, <laughs> and the, scroll. Climbing like, wow, the tree, <laughs> yep. so the tree, baby. Yeah. Oh, what a yeah. life! But yeah, I mean, it's working in sports and entertainment is a blessing, but there are things that are just you have to laugh about it. You do, yeah. It just
0: is what it is. Yeah. I mean, Because
1: eventually the people that ask, I think they'll learn the lesson. I'm not yeah. going to be the person to teach them that lesson. I'm just be like, no, sorry, I can't help you. Yeah. But somewhere along the line, somebody's going to, like, get mad at them and that's yeah. all them. They're, they're going to learn their lesson.
0: They're either going to learn their lesson or they're going to eventually get a job in sports and, and then, then feel get it. annoyed and be like, dang, I feel bad for everyone that I did that to. Feel
1: the, yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah for sure. And I think that's just how it works. It yeah. is. Yeah. It's fine. I mean, it's. I mean, that's what happens when you have like, quote unquote, a cool job, or yeah. you have like a job that. I mean, we're entertainment. Like we
1: entertain people. People we, want to be entertained. We are entertainment. We are entertainment. We are sports and entertainment. Yes. Um, Which really quick, um, this is like I meant to like say this in the way beginning, no, no, no. but earlier Becca was talking about why I was into it a why yeah beginning. yeah, and I don't know if we ever. Explain what that is. I haven't been... Ex- I think we did. Jody, okay. Jody explained it. Okay. I haven't been a part of the, like, Phoenix chapter yet, but I want to get involved in it, but I still think we should have a tidbit yeah. about it. Yeah, sure. But I, I, you need to explain it, because I've okay. never been, so. <laughs> so... So, just for context,
0: it's women um, in sports and entertainment, and it's like a... It's just a group. Like, I don't know how else to... It's yeah. a national
1: group. Yeah. Or, like, a
0: national organization. And like,
1: people in each state with, like, board members. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So
0: you can be on the board for groups. Um, and there's different facets of it. Like, there's Latinx in sports. Um, that's, like, a whole group, obviously, for Latinx people in sports. Um, and they're supposed to kind of just be, like, support groups. And you can get together and mingle and meet people because it's... We've talked about this recently. Like, it's really hard to meet people just as adults in general but like when you're in the sports world and you dedicate so much of your personal time to your work like your work friends become your normal friends and there's a lot of you know like it's nice to have people who don't you don't work with be your friends Mm -hmm. but who also understand the grind whatever build your network Um, and so there's several different organizations but WISE is one of them for women in sports and entertainment Um, and they usually have like monthly events there's a Phoenix chapter, there's a bunch of chapters throughout other states, Um, but that's kind of what that is, but there's, like I said, Latinx and sports, there's Pro Sports Assembly, which is, like, you can also have, like, a subscription to the website, but it's also, like, a they have chapters that you can meet up. Um, Black Sports Professionals, we just started a cohort or chapter here in Phoenix. Um, My boss, actually, is the president. And, like, I'm on the board for that one. I'm not on the board for WISE, but,
1: yeah, there's just, like, different structures of yeah. different and organizations, but
0: it's super helpful if you want to meet people. Yeah,
1: it's something that um, my mentor back at Towson has always, like, expressed to me to be involved in, like, different organizations and cohorts, because most of them, to be, like, a member, you don't even have to pay. You just have to sign up. And, like, yeah. if it's you don't have a chapter in your state or mm-hmm. city, you can, like, be on Zoom. And there's also a lot of opportunities, especially for women. So yeah. it's, a, it's something that I definitely want to, like, um, invest more time into now that I, like, will be freeing up some time. But...
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think... Wise, you do have to pay. Yeah. Um, and
0: it's... There's, like, different tiers. So there will be, like, uh, women who work in the industry, students, students pay less. Um, and then I think there's, like, people who don't work in the industry but want to. Okay. Um, so there's different tiers to it, um... But, like, our organization, we pay for professional development memberships. Yeah. So, like, I'm in Wise, but I, it didn't come out of my bank account. It came out of my organization's bank account, yeah. which is a fantastic perk because they want us to... They want you they to want,
1: excel. Yeah. yeah,
0: to excel and meet people and build our network. Um And, yeah, it's just another way to kind of bond with people who work in the sports space, but it doesn't necessarily have to be people with, you work with. Yeah. But yeah, it's really cool. It's yeah. really nice.
1: So you should ask.
0: Your yeah, mom. I should you might ask, have it. Should,
1: yeah. Well, there. I well, you said that there was a girl from the Coyotes there, wasn't there? Yeah. Or was that the panel? That was the panel. Okay, because my boss um, sent me. There was a Wise event like a week ago or something, and I yeah. wanted to go, but it just wasn't in the cards. Mm-hmm. And he said like, you should go to this if you're interested or whatever. Um, and I was like, yeah, I'm really interested in stuff like that. Like if you get sent anything like that, just send it to me, like, and yeah, I'll yeah. go. So I definitely am going to ask about that because I like I'm not a girls girl, but I'm mm-hmm. a girls girl when it comes to networking. Yeah. Like I love networking with like powerful women in sports. Yeah. I have a lot of guy friends, mm-hmm. but I like women in sports. Like, I really like yeah.
0: They're do- we're just related. a different breed.
1: Yeah. I feel and like, like also- the, and I I always say it like there's some people that have it and there's some people that don't have it and I love talking to people that have it. Like, yeah. that have that, like, fire inside of them. And I'm just like, yes, bitch! Like, yes! yes! As you fucking should. So, that just makes me feel so happy. Yes. <laughs> it's also
0: nice to, like, see powerful women who, like, like, I don't know, who have made it. Yeah. And you're like, that's what I want. Yeah. And, and they're like, and they're and
1: like you sh- can do it. I yeah. literally did what you did.
0: I literally did it, yeah. So, It's, it's very inspiring. inspiring. It's super inspiring. But... This yeah. is getting kind of long. Yeah, this- <laughs> I, I, yeah, we should. Uh, forty-three
1: minutes. So anyway, sorry. This episode is so inspiring. It's forty-three minutes. Yeah, long.
0: yeah. I hope you listen to every freaking
1: second of it. Um. Oh, we can we can shut her down. Yeah. Um. All right. But yeah, really, we just want to take this time to talk about our program. Um. Since Jody couldn't be here, we wanted to like take this time because she hasn't had the opportunity to do the program, but she is considering it, because yeah. um, we talk so highly of it, mm-hmm. and she's met a couple of people who I think she really likes from it, so yeah, I just we wanted to plug the program, if anybody has any questions about the program, I know they they might be starting the application cycle, I want to
0: say it's open now. but
1: regardless, you can always reach out to us, um, I can't recommend it enough, it's a really unique opportunity, and yeah, I just wanted to plug her in at Seelig Sports yeah SLB I don't know the Instagram Alan oh I think it's Seelig SLB that sounds right we're gonna tag them maybe when we yeah we can do that I'll tell Alex about it yeah um but anyway thanks for listening any shout outs for the week um no 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 alright well we'll be back next week with all three of us all comfy cozy yep and we'll run it back for episode 10 that'll be episode 10 Oh my god, that's wild. Thanks for listening. Yes. We love you so much. Thank you. Bye. Bye.